Friends, Jesus says to watch out for yourselves. They will hand you over to the courts. You will be beaten in synagogues. You will be arraigned before governors and kings because of me as a witness before them. Good morning, Christian America. This is Jesus's message to his disciples, to his followers. Hence, it's his message to us that we as followers of his will be handed over. We'll be handed over to the leaders of our day. We'll be handed over to the rulers, quote unquote, rulers of our day, the kings of this world. But then he gives us advice on how to how to take on that challenge to how to take on that task. Let's get into the scripture today so we can find out for ourselves what Jesus tells us to do. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort. As always, if you support what we're trying to do here, spread the message of Christ first in our lives, like this video, like this podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Rumble channel, or the podcast platform on the podcast platform, wherever you're listening to this. Follow us on all the social media sites. Um, that would help us out greatly. Friends, today we're going to get into the Word of God. We're going to get into the Word of God in Mark chapter 13. We're going to start in verse 9. Remember last week's video where we came to you and Jesus is, is teaching his disciples. He pulls them aside, you know, a few of them. He pulls them aside and he starts to tell them about the end of times. And he says uh, to be on guard for those who would come in my name. They are not coming in my name. Be uh, don't be deceived by the false prophets who will tell you that it's the end of times or that that they have seen me here or there. They have seen God here or there. Don't believe them. This week, we're continuing that message where Jesus goes a little bit deeper into not just the end of times, but the trials and the tribulation that we will face. We who are members of the body of Christ, we who are followers of Jesus, we who are put our faith first. It's easy if you don't put your faith first. It's easy if you put the world ahead of your faith. It's easy if you put your politics ahead of your faith. It's easy if you put your finances ahead of your faith. It's easy if you put the trappings of the world, your job, your position, uh, your, your house, the type of car you have, your bank account. It's easy when you put those things above Jesus, the world, the, the world is easy. The world's going to go easy because when they come for those believers, you can just simply say, well, look, I just don't believe. And if that is where you want to be when the when the end of days comes, if that's where you want to be when the trials and the tribulations come, then God bless you. But but for those of you who, like me, don't want to be on that side, we don't want to be on the goat's side of the aisle. Jesus says before, there will come a time where the goats will be separated from the sheep. The sheep will be on the right and the goats will be on the left. And the sheep will be taken care of. But those goats, those goats are going to go to an, a, a, an ever-quenching fire. Jesus says in another parable that the kingdom of heaven, the, the wheat will be separated from the chaff. That chaff will be piled and burned. We don't want to be in that chaff. We don't want to be on the side of the goats. 
We want to be followers of Christ. We want to follow him unapologetically. Jesus says in Matthew, in, in Matthew chapter 10, that those who acknowledge me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. And he follows that up with, those who do not acknowledge me before others, I will not acknowledge before my Father in heaven. We, we have this already built. We have this instruction already given to these disciples through scripture. We have these directions and these ideas already given to us by Jesus before this passage. And so when we go into this passage, know what he has already told his followers, what he has already told you, what he has already told me. When we read these things and how to act and how to respond when the time comes. Let's get into the word. So again, Mark chapter 13, verse 9. And I'll read it to you. It says, watch out for yourselves. They will hand you over to the courts. You will be beaten in synagogues. You will be arraigned before governors and kings because of me as a witness before them. But the gospel must first be preached to all nations. That's an instruction right there, folks. When they lead you away and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever will be given to you at that hour, for it will not be you who are speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brothers will, will hand over brother to death and the father, his child, children will rise up against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who perseveres to the end will be saved. I'm not saying this. Jesus says this. Scripture says what I just read to you. Don't be fooled by people who say, well, he meant, or uh, that's written allegorically, or that's written metaphorically. He's not really saying these type of... Friends, you could go down that road if you want to. We won't. Scripture says what it says. Don't be led astray. Be on guard. These are Jesus' words right before this. Listen to what he's saying. He says, watch out for yourselves because you're going to be handed over to the courts. Do we see Christians handed over to the courts today? Do we see Christians being persecuted by the courts for their faith, sued because they won't make a cake or they won't perform a wedding or because they oppose abortion? Do we see that? We see exactly that going on. We see Christian uh, child care facilities, adoption agencies discriminated against and taken to court because they won't adhere to what the world calls marriage because they believe that God is the author of marriage in chapter in Genesis chapter two. But they're taken to court all the way to the Supreme Court. Praise God, they won against the city of Philadelphia. You can look that up uh, online. But he says that you will be handed over to the courts. You will be beaten in the synagogues. We're starting to get there, folks. 
are churches who are distorting the word are trying to beat that distorted word that false prophecy into our into our congregations into our family members in christ he says you will be arraigned before governors and kings because of me as a witness before them so those who stand for christ for those who stand for truth for those who put their hope and their faith in christ and jesus you're going to be turned over to the courts and the governors and the kings you're going to be persecuted crimes are going to be are going to be uh uh put on you by the state do we see that starting is it just me or do you see that starting do you see criminality of those who have faith in god criminality or the 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 charge of criminality against christians for their belief and then they try to twist what is good they try to twist what is right they try to twist what well jesus would want you to do this what well, i don't know what he would want me to do i can only tell you what he does say he wants me to do don't get into speculating on what Jesus would want if he didn't say it. He said, but the gospel must be first preached to all nations. That's your job. That's our job to preach the word of God to all nations. If you have a social media profile, if you have followers, if you have friends, if you have a way to speak to people, if you have a, an organization, if you're in school, if you work with people, your job is to preach the gospel before all nations. That's a direction. That's a command. He's telling you to do this. He said, when they lead you away and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say. So if you're laying in bed at night and you're worried about these things, Jesus says, don't worry. He says, don't worry, because when the time comes, and there's a lot of people right now. I know I've talked to many there's a lot of people that are worried about what their job is going to do to them because they won't follow the world and the world's mandates and the world's dictates. They're trying to follow God. And they sit up at night and they worry about it and they think about it. What, what, am I going to be fired? Am I going to be demoted? What's going to happen to me? Am I going to be thrown in jail? Are my kids going to be forced out of school? Am I going to be forced out of my neighborhood? Can I not uh, go to the grocery store for food? I mean, what's gonna happen? What do I say? What am I gonna do? And there are people that are struggling with these issues. Jesus says, don't worry because when the time comes, what you say will be given to you. This, you can fast forward to John and Peter in the courtyard square in front of the Sanhedrin. When they say, when they try to tell them not to preach in the name of Jesus, they stand firm. They follow the words that are given to them. And not only are they let out of prison, but they go on and start the church as we know it. Jesus says, for whatever, say, but say whatever will be given to you at that hour, for it will not be you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. We have to trust in that. We have to trust in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit tends to get lost in the conversation between God and Jesus. But the Holy Spirit is the love between God and Jesus. And it's equal as it was told to me by someone a lot smarter than me. The Holy Spirit, in the way to describe the Holy Spirit, he said the Holy Spirit 
is equal in all aspects to the Father and to the Son. And the only difference between the, the Holy Spirit and the Father and the Son is that the Holy Spirit is not the Father and the Son. But he is equal with them. He is one with them. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says to rely on the Holy Spirit when this time comes. He says this is where it gets troubling, where people don't want to read it, where people want to uh, skew what is said or, or try, to, try to say, well, he means metaphorically or he means allegorically. This is what Jesus says. Brother will hand over brother to death. Do we see that today? Do we see the families fighting? Do we see families fighting because one, one person in the family wants to stick to the biblical traditions of what truth is? He wants to follow Jesus because Jesus says that he is the truth, that he is the way, that he is the life to live. And then other members of the family, they don't like that. They don't want to hear that because this, the first brother's judgmental or he's just too extreme or he's tough. He's a Jesus freak. He's kind of crazy. And that's how it starts. That's how the rift between families starts. You probably, hopefully, you didn't, you didn't feel that over this past weekend, this past uh, Thanksgiving holiday. But chances are, some of you did. Some of you brought up the word of God, and other people in your own family tried to shut you down. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. We can feel it, can't we? Can't we feel it? We can feel it with our family members. We can feel it in our communities. We can feel the tension that's there today between those who believe in the word of God and those who don't. Brother will be handed over to death by brother. And the father, his child, that's a tough one, but it's real. It's real. People are experiencing that. I know people who stand for life because God stands for life, because God is the author of life and recognizes that no person, no human being can willfully choose to kill what God has created in the womb. And their parents vehemently oppose that. How do you think their Thanksgivings go? How do you think their Christmases go? It's real, friends. He says that the father, his child, children will rise up against their parents and have them put to death. How many parents right now are having problems with their children, their children being 16 and up, 16, 20, 25, 27, 30? Those who follow the word of God because we grew up under the word of God. We've probably fallen away two or three times throughout our life, but are continuously called or continuously pulled by that Holy Spirit to the Lord, our Father. And we're trying to pass that down to children. And then those children are turning around and saying, what do you know? You don't know anything. Your generation don't, doesn't know anything. You're, you've ruined the planet. You've ruined society. You've ruined, you name it, you call it. Pick, pick a subject. And, and it said, not just as I said it, but it said with real hatred. It said with real vitriol. Parents will rise up against their children and have, and, and have them put to death. Not my words, 
Jesus' words. He said, you will be hated by all because of my name. If I'm hated by the world because of my faith in Christ, then so be it. Let it be done. That needs to be our attitude. That needs to be our stance. If I'm hated by the wicked world because of my love for Christ, then so be it. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's our stance. That needs to be your stance. You might not be that committed today, but I'm asking you to fix your mind and start the process. If you're not that committed today, you need to be that committed today. Because the world will pull its knives and its pitchforks, and it's going to come after believers in Christ. He says, point blank, it's not, it's, it's not me. This is Jesus. You will be hated by all because of my name. But the one, then he says, this is the hope. This is the, 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 the coup de grace. This is the, the, the end destination for the struggle, for the pain, for the, the, the torment that is to come. Just as he was tormented, just as he was persecuted, just as he was crucified. He says, but the one who perseveres to the end will be saved. And that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Those who claim to be saved today, those who claim that, you know, the Lord is on their side and they're on the Lord's side today may want to reevaluate that stance. Because what Jesus says is you will be hated by all because of my name. So if you're not hated by this world, what are you doing? Are you truly standing for Christ? Are you truly pushing back against the world? If you're not hated by the world today, this is me speculating, maybe you're not doing enough. Maybe you're not as committed as you think you are. Maybe you're being too, too um, intertwined with the world. Maybe you're too comfortable in this world. Because Jesus says, you will be hated by all because of my name. Just think about what all the apostles, minus Judas, all the apostles, martyr, well, and John, but John was excommunicated. He was sent to, to, to Greece. He was sent to the island to live out his last days. So that's what happened to John. Peter, persecuted, beheaded, or crucified upside down. Paul, beheaded, persecuted, jailed, beaten in synagogues, as Jesus says in this passage. Andrew, all of them, James, beheaded in the book of Acts. All of these people, all of these followers of Christ, they knew him. They knew him and they had a personal relationship with Christ. That's what we all claim to seek. They actually had it. What did they do? They went out and lived it. And what happened? They were martyred because of it. There's your example on how to live. There's your example on how to live. But the one who perseveres to the end will be saved. 
if you want to be saved, you must endure it. You must stand firm in it. You must be hated by the world because of it and it being our love for Christ. And those who persevere to the end will be saved. I'm out of time, folks. But I need you to re-read this passage. I need you to, to, to rewind this video. Go back over what I just read to you. Mark chapter 13, verses 9 through 13. What does that mean for you in your life? What does it mean for us as a community in this world we live in? We must stand firm. We must stand unapologetic. We must stand in truth and righteousness. We, we can't fight evil with evil. We can't fight fire with fire. We fight evil with good. We fight fire with water. The living water. Jesus Christ. Friends, if you again, if you like what we're trying to do here, we ask that you follow us on social media. We ask that you subscribe to this YouTube channel, to this Rumble channel, to this podcast, uh, wherever you're watching or listening to it. That would do a great service for us. We don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation. You got to spread the word of God to all nations, as Christ says. And with that, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.